Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in business from Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Think or swim web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. As China rises, the U.S. builds toward a bigger role in AI. After decades of staying out of industrial policy, a Pentagon-appointed commission recommends more spending on research and support for U.S. chip makers. By Will Knight. For decades, the U.S. government has let the private sector and the free market do their thing, betting this is the surest way to spur innovation and conjure up the advances needed to keep the American economy on top of the world. Now, with China ascendant, the approach is starting to change. Washington is taking baby steps toward something closer to central planning, seeking to inspire, guide, and protect advances in key areas like artificial intelligence, biotechnology, and quantum computing. The latest evidence of a shift in thinking is the final report of the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence, or the NSCAI. The commission was created by the Pentagon in 2018 to study the national security implications of AI and related technologies and outline a plan to keep the U.S. ahead. If we keep things the way they are, China will surpass us, says Gilman Louie, a venture capitalist who co-founded InQtel, the investment arm of the CIA and member of the NSCAI. We lack that national strategy. The final version of the report issued Monday calls for major changes to the government's approach to innovation and technology. Recommendations include doubling non-military federal spending on AI research to $32 billion annually by 2026, bolstering the U.S.'s ability to make semiconductors, creating a national AI research network for researchers in academia and industry, 
boosting efforts to train and retrain AI talent and creating a technology competitiveness council, encompassing AI and other emerging technologies such as biotechnology and quantum computing under the leadership of the vice president. In another sign of the shift, President Biden last week ordered a review of America's supply of semiconductors, pharmaceuticals, large-capacity batteries, and rare-earth metals. The U.S. relies heavily on China for these products, and a recent shortage of chips has affected the U.S. car industry. Louis says it isn't just a question of China catching up in AI, it's also that the technology will be critical to national interests. Artificial intelligence is going to be not just a driver of things like the economy and quality of life and national security, he says. It will be the thing that nation states are going to want to make sure that they are in control of and a competitive space for the two largest powers in the world. Louis says the U.S. and its allies cannot afford to rely on AI developed by a political and ideological rival like China. Anybody who knows anything about AI will tell you that it is hard to develop algorithms that do not have your culture imprinted, Louis says. Authoritative nations have different priorities than democratically-led ones. The idea of the government guiding technological or economic progress through industrial policy has been out of vogue in the U.S. for decades. But that's changing due to the competitive threat posed by a nation with a huge economy, a rising domestic tech industry, and government strategy that emphasizes technological progress and dominance. Critics of China also point to rules requiring U.S. companies to share technology and state-sponsored espionage. Countering China was a focus of the Trump administration, which took aggressive measures against Chinese companies like Huawei and TikTok. Biden has proceeded less forcefully, but also appears intent on addressing China. Some quarters of industry are calling for more government help. On February 11th, the Semiconductor Industry Association asked the president to increase funding for semiconductor manufacturing. The letter notes that America's share of global chip manufacturing has dropped to 12%, from 37% in 1990. Our technology leadership is at risk in the race for preeminence in the technologies of the future, including artificial intelligence, advanced cell networks, and quantum computing, the association wrote. Now, not everyone wants the government to get involved. There has been a shift in thinking, it's pretty clear, says Thomas Deusterberg, a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute, a conservative think tank. Deusterberg favors increased spending on defense-related technologies, but he worries that a huge boost in spending may be hijacked by special interests and ultimately prove wasteful. Duisterberg says officials should force China to abide by trade rules and consider ways to counter Chinese AI companies' advantage stemming from fewer privacy restrictions on personal data. The NSC AI report may well provide inspiration for a national AI strategy with a larger government role. The Biden administration should immediately take steps to outline its priorities for a national AI development and adoption strategy. Hodan Omar, policy analyst at the Center for Data Innovation, part of the Information Technology and Innovation Foundation, an industry-backed nonprofit, said in a statement. Shifting strategy suddenly could be tricky when the government isn't generally wired that way. Lindsay Shepard, a fellow in the International Security Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, warns that the many agencies involved may leave government policy uncoordinated. We have to have agencies, actors, and policies moving in the same direction at the same time where the proverbial right hand knows what the left hand is doing. 
Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.